Hey guys, just a quick note. We actually recorded this episode some months ago, right before Hurricane Irma was supposed to strike Florida. So a lot of the cold open has been cut out because uh, we're talking about some stuff that's not really relevant right now. That being said, there are still victims of Hurricane Irma that could use assistance. So if you are still in the spirit of giving, I'm going to put a link in the show notes so that you can find out how to donate to those people. Um, That being said, Happy holidays, happy Carolmas, and hope that you enjoy this episode. <laughs> People are just um, trying to get all end of daisy and stuff, and it's just yeah. because we have social media and we can know what's going on yeah. around the and, world. And like, there's kind of like this weird like hive mind anxiety yeah. thing too, because like you see everyone else freaking out, you start freaking out, and then it just like spirals from there. I feel like too. Yep. Um, are you- anyways, on, on that note, um, <laughs> I'm Lita. I'm Jackie. And this is Why Haven't You Watched That? I'd like to start this off. I would like to start this off with trivia this time, because you, you haven't finished reading the book, right? I have not. I have not had a chance to. Yeah, yeah, but, like, um, like you've read enough of it that you know, like, what the general, like, style of it is and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Patricia Highsmith, she wrote this under a pseudonym as a lesbian pulp novel when she was 19 years old. Wow. Uh, she Yeah, she based it off of the same uh, experience she had at a department store, where, like, it was, like, eye contact with, like, an older woman. And she... It did not end the way this does. She basically, like, stalked this woman. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like... And she, like, found out where she lived. And it was just... She also based uh, the character on, like, one of her exes, apparently. Um, but, yeah, while she was writing this novel, she was actually trying to undergo conversion therapy. Because oh, no. she wanted to, like, be normal and, like, marry a man. And it's... It's sad. So she's had a very troubled history. Oh, yeah, definitely. She was also, like, pretty anti-Semitic. She was pretty anti-feminist as well. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> she, there was a lot of stuff going on for Trisha Highsmith. And, like, she's, like, a, my friend told me there was, like, a really interesting biography about her and, like, her whole writing process and how good it was. And I can't remember the name because I didn't write it down. But, like, I would like to read just because, like, all the stuff she's told about me about this woman is just, everything just seemed, like, so contradictory. Like, she w- she dated, she was, like, a lesbian and she, like, dated women, but she was also, like, women are the worst and, like, all this other stuff. And it's just, it's very interesting. Oh, it's very interesting. Do you wonder if some of that was maybe um, kind of, like, revised and edited in history by other people to sort of like no because it is coming direct directly from her uh, journals okay okay so yeah it it wasn't like just the testimony of other people like her journals have been published and um like she said all that stuff herself okay so well then yeah all right well uh, so we won't hold her up to any like high standards as a human being or anything no 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 (laughs) she she is a one thing you can say about the book though the prose is absolutely gorgeous Yes. I would say. Especially for having only written it when she was, like, 19 years old. Like, damn. Yeah, damn. definitely better than anything that I have written now or at 19. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, she had a gift, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, this movie is, like, legally required viewing for queer women, so we had to do, like, we had to do this one first, for sure. 
for uh, the queer movies we're going to wind up doing yeah. over the course of this. Which I'm excited for because I haven't really gotten to watch a lot of movies that deal with queer issues and like I feel like I kind of avoided them earlier on in life because I was like, that stuff doesn't apply to me. <laughs> yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And sure. also, like, I think a big problem with uh, a good portion of queer movies that in the past where they're all, like, poorly made that <laughs> and, or like, really corny really and sadly. just not good. But now we're, like, in the renaissance of queer content, I feel like. So there's, like, a lot more good stuff out there now. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of it is, like, sad endings, too. And, like, you yes. know, the whole barrier gaze thing of, like, yeah. a lot of gay characters just ending up dying and shit in TV yeah. shows. And also, like, on that note, too, this was actually, like, one of the first lesbian pulp novels to actually have a happy ending, because have you ever uh, seen the documentary The Celluloid Closet? Mm-mm. All right, we should put that on the list, too, because that one's really good. Um, it, it talks about, like, the history of queerness in cinema, and, like, one of the things, and, like, in literature and stuff, too, this applied, it had to have a bad ending for the queer characters or one of them had to like become straight again and the other one had to have something horrible to them it was like a requirement basically because they like, didn't you want had to be to... like oh this is okay yeah you can't it can't be like an endorsement of it so you have wow. to end it like tragically so that wow. was like a rule for like a long time and i think it was right after that rule was like rescinded or something i think that this novel came out so for literature, at least, I don't think it applied to movies. Movies took a lot longer yeah. to get to that point. But um, yeah, like uh, the book Maurice was an able was written, I think, in like the early like nineteen like 1908, something like that, and it wasn't published until the sixties because you know it had a good ending for the queer characters. Yeah. So that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, was gonna say I didn't actually realize that this was so um, such an old book. I guess I yeah. kind of thought because the movie came out recently that the book must have also come out recently. I don't know why I thought that, but I mean because it is it was it, like if you think about when this was published, it's actually like kind of revolutionary. Yeah, because like it really like points out like the problems with like uh, being queer in that time period, and it ends well for the characters in the sense that they're together at the end and they've both like grown and changed so much as people and there aren't really any stereotypes in this Mm -hmm. um it it just it's really quite amazing considering like patricia highsmith apparently was like had such self-hatred about herself you know it's it's kind of interesting well and um um oh god i think the thought just flew right out of my damn head oh (laughs) no uh god it was something that i was gonna point out about the book oh um the the her style of writing is very contemporary too as opposed to a lot of other books i've tried to read from like the 50s and the 60s and in um prior to that so i was a little bit shocked to look at the front of the book and be like oh wow this was published well a really long time ago (laughs) during like the cold war yeah she has a very modern voice Mm mm-hmm um so the movie itself did what did you think of it i liked it um it was very it's one of those movies that has like a tinge of melancholy the entire way through for me yeah um i love that it's set around christmas time (laughs) and i have a feeling that the book might end up being like taking longer like 
yeah taking a, a, the, a longer period of time i guess um it, the book uh it things do drag out a little bit longer in the book um the road trip lasts much longer in the book in the book they don't realize for a long time that they're being followed mm -hmm. whereas in the movie like they find out like immediately after their first time yeah so he's been like following them recording all of uh the sex they've been having for like weeks oh god that's creepy yeah it's 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 awful it's just so like it's another thing too that like it's like the male gaze kind of like Sneaking as like a metaphor in, yeah. in that sense, you know, like you're just like trying to be private, and then no, just kidding. Mm -hmm. There's always men watching you, and it's just <laughs> like that Margaret Atwood quote. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was kind of surprised to see that the movie was well. I mean, I guess not really surprised because that's just the way things are. <laughs> but surprised to see that the movie was directed by a man. Yeah, a gay man. Yeah, actually. Oh, okay. Todd, Todd Haynes. He he's really good. Um. His movie Far From Heaven is really good as well. It also deals with, like, a be being queer in that time period as well, even though that particular thing is, like, more of a subplot rather than the whole plot of the movie. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then that kind of explains why, like, the sex scene was handled as well as it was, I feel yeah. like. Because I was like, well, see, I have this weird thing. I don't really like sex scenes in any movies. So, like, it's just always awkward for me. Like, I always feel like I'm in the room with my parents, even though I'm not. <laughs> uh, it's just something I feel, I guess, voyeuristic, even though, like, I've watched porn, so I don't know why I feel like that. But it, it's <laughs> a different context, I guess, is why. Yeah, well, it's, it's probably worse to be, like, not as okay with it in movies because it's, like, mostly fake in movies you know like uh yeah, i mean like hollywood movies yeah I, I feel like because like porn like you know what it is they know what it is the story isn't like trying to be anything other than porn whereas like in um regular movies there's a whole different story going on and like the characters feel real mm -hmm. and so it feels more voyeuristic that way and also like there's stuff you don't like like it's just more well lit and like looks better so it doesn't have that level of like trashiness i guess porns some porns have i don't know i don't watch porn <laughs> so, <laughs> i got i got no idea like the the thought of watching porn creeps me out so yeah i mean it is honestly like it's not something that i do anymore yeah it, because it is uh such an industry rife with no matter how many people come out and say like oh my experience wasn't so bad or whatever uh it's not a great industry and it's no. horrible to like women. Yeah, I, like i can't watch them like this and not like I, I there's no way for me to know if these people are being exploited or not yeah and it, i absolutely and it's a completely different thing if it's like cam workers and stuff like that um yeah because that's just them they, like yeah, there's no other people involved they kind of have in... more control over it and you kind of know that like you know they they have control over whether they're under the influence of something or what yeah. have you i mean i right, not so not to not to diss anyone in that profession at all like not to cast judgment yeah, no on i that. know what you mean cast judgment on the men that have made things a commodity yes. <laughs> my, my brain is a little bit scattered today so like if you know, if anyone ever listens to this and they try to come for us over this, I'm not trying to like talk harshly on sex workers or women or anything of the sort. Uh, anyways, 
right. so back to the movie yes um, but yeah the sex scene was shot like gorgeously and it was done like tastefully but like not in like it's like a prudish kind of way mm-hmm. i and feel like it it's just... more about like you it conveys the emotions more so yes, than exactly. the physical act itself yeah like you feel their connection more than like like the thing, like I'm like, yes, them kissing is hot. Kate Blanchett is hot. Rooney Mara is hot. But like, I don't really feel like turned on watching that. I just mostly I'm like, oh, they're so in love. <laughs> they're finally together. Yeah, it's Yay. like sweet. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah, Kate Blanchett was perfect casting for Carol. Perfect. Yes, yes, she was. Oh my god. She, uh, no one else could have played this role except for her. And, like, this movie, like, took years to, like, get made and, like, put together and stuff. And I'm just so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was noticing, too, in the book, she kind of seems, she seems more, like, cold and... Yeah. Uh, Like, a little bit meaner, I guess, in the books. And I think that Kate Blanchett does a good job of, like, taking that, but then also making it clear that, like... It's because of everything else going on, yeah. you know. And also, like the book is strictly from Teresa's perspective. Yeah, too. that's and the that's... movie kind of takes us out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like every time I watch the scene of them like first like meeting each other's eyes across the department store, I'm like, when is a hot older woman gonna come into my workplace (laughs) and we have an awesome connection like that and she sweeps me off my feet when is that gonna happen for me right (laughs) and in the book too like i you probably didn't get this far too but even teresa's like wow that was really lucky (laughs) yeah (laughs) especially like oh here's this card that i sent you oh you actually want to hang out with me more we didn't yeah. just see each other for two seconds and never see each other again because like that never happens especially in new york yeah yeah because in real life like that the rest of this did not actually happen it was just her stalking the other one <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like they never spoke again i don't oh, think geez. they did it didn't go to that point uh yeah i didn't really know anything about this movie before i watched it besides like the obvious of it being uh about a lesbian couple yeah. and you know Harold they're lesbians yeah that's literally exactly what I knew and I've seen you know gifts and stuff on tumblr and I'm like oh that's a pretty looking movie I shouldn't watch that and you're like raving about it all the time and I'm like I know I gotta watch it (laughs) so (laughs) yeah it just the chemistry between the two actors was really good as well um the way they shot like so many romantic intimate like close-ups of just them, like, just Carol, just, like, all the shots of, like, Carol just as Carol through Therese's eyes was just so beautifully done, and you really can, like, get a sense of, like, how Therese sees her. Mm -hmm. And also, like, her being a photographer instead of the set designer, like, in the books, I thought was, like, a really, honestly, a great uh, adaptation for it for the screen, because you're actually seeing it as a, a, like, I get why she was made a set designer in the book, because she's, like, she's like tries to arrange everything like a certain way and, and like that kind of goes into set design but like the photography thing was a great 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 way to adapt it for film yeah i agree um i was kind of worried that it would get to be that like photographer stereotype 
that you see in <laughs> movies like you know what I mean yeah, um, yeah, yeah I feel like it didn't really get to that point so I was glad about no, no. that it was definitely used as a narrative device and not like um like a ooh, I'm so quirky I'm a photographer yeah yeah like, oh man I'm just your manic pixie dream girl yeah no, it's, um... it was more like um how it's just like also a character attribute too and yeah. how it's kind of like a driving force of either a plot um point or a narrative device like you said kind of like a yeah. get out yeah exactly yeah um what else do i have here i wrote a lot of stuff so i'm like <laughs> i'm trying because yeah i've been like in love with this book for like years and like it was so cool getting to like see it on the big screen in front of my own two eyes yeah so you'd you'd read the book way before you'd seen the movie. oh yeah well, I read the book um, when the movie was like announced. Okay, okay. And uh, my friend, my French friend, uh, who may or may not be a guest on our show one day, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see how she feels about it. But um, she was like obsessed with this book for like a really long time, and she like basically made me read it. And I was like, "Thank you, Aww. that was amazing." <laughs> and just, oh, it's just so good. Like Carol's flirt game in this movie. Oh my god, is so I know. Good. Invite me around. I One of my notes of another thing about um, the photography aspect of it was I wrote down, Therese and I feel the same way about taking pictures of people. And I think yeah. we actually talked about that in, um, I think, the last episode, how you just feel weird. Like, voyeur, like, like a voyeur, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, seeing yeah, people voyeur. through a lens and sort of arranging them or and portraying like, them and a certain way and then capturing it yeah. as well for everyone else to see yeah like displaying it yeah it, there's definitely like a whole uh philosophy behind photography as well mm-hmm. and like it having to do with like putting your own perspective on display like that yeah it's it's all very interesting and i wish i was better at photography <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah it's it's a whole art and like i think yeah we basically covered like i thought it was a great <laughs> a great change from the novel because i can't even imagine just watching her like design sets yeah it would movie. be it just weird. it would have been really boring it wouldn't, and it wouldn't have, have gotten good. the subtext and message across at all yeah oh here's another note i have harge is the worst let's talk about harge <laughs> Oh my god. I watched this with Chris again because he just gets sucked into watching movies with me. And we have, I had in my notes twice, men ruin everything. And Chris said at least five times, men ruin everything. And I said at least seven (laughs) times, men ruin everything. (laughs) Oh god. And what kind of name is Harge? Come on. Like, what the fuck? He just just sounds like a dick. Yeah. He is. I feel like, I almost feel like, oh, I can't, I can't, I don't even know which version of him was worse, the one in the movie or the one in the books. I, I really don't know. I think they're, like, pretty much the same, but, like, I guess actually seeing it play out as opposed yeah. to just reading it was, like, a I, very different experience. I haven't gotten to, like, see, aka read much of him in the book yet. I haven't yeah. um, gotten to that point. Yeah. But, the like, the part where he's drunk and he, she, like, pushes him down, I'm like, oh my, he's... I thought that he was going to drive their child away while he was drunk. I didn't realize yeah. that they had a driver at first. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? How is this? <laughs> like, you're going to say that she can't have the kid because she's a lesbian, but you're going to drive the kid when you're drunk? Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, it, I, it just made me think of that um, Mad Men episode where, like, Roger is, like, fucking shit-faced. And, the, and he just, like, drives on home. Oh, no. <laughs> after the fucking dinner with Dawn and, like, no one bats an eye at it. Yeah. Well, it definitely uh, was a thing back then. You know, oh, definitely. People didn't give a fuck. And they didn't really, they didn't really realize, I guess, like, how dangerous it was. <laughs> I mean, I think they, they... I think, he, like, I feel like Mad Men took a bit too much liberties. Like, I feel like even back then, he wouldn't have been, like, allowed to drive home. But they uh, also just, like, wanted him out of there, yeah. too. I think it also had something to do with it. I mean, I'm sure it was um, still, like, illegal. Like, you'd get a DUI, but I feel like yeah, more yeah, yeah. people definitely Because it was it. illegal to be driving drunk. Yeah. It just was the, the level of alcohol in your system that was legal was much higher Ugh. than it is now. Um, Such a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole thing, the whole, uh, plot line with, like, a uh, Carol's daughter being taken away from her because she was a lesbian, it was just, the way they very subtly conveyed, um, everyone's reactions when they knew what Carol was and around her daughter, and mm-hmm. it was just, like, you can sense them being like, oh, she, is she gonna, like, molest her daughter? Oh, yeah. she's a lesbian, she's gonna, like, touch her, we need to, like, watch her. Like, even the beginning was just, like, uh, the housekeeper. Yeah. The look on her face. And Carol's like, um, you can go. <laughs> and, and Yeah, and she's kind of, all... like, halfway out of the frame and just sort of, like, and You, you know what eye. she's thinking. You yeah. know what she's thinking. And in that same vein, I feel like it was a mis- Like, I do kind of understand what they were going for with this, but, like, I feel like it was a mistake to kind of make Rindy and Therese look similar Ooh, at yeah. the beginning of the film. Like, they have the same haircut and, like, Carol also plays with Therese's hair, and it just, like, I, I don't, yeah, it just, it was very awkward to watch. I wonder... And it's like, I know that's not what they're saying, like, they're kind of, like, um doing the whole thing. It's like, oh, Therese is, like, you know, it's her growth, and she's, like, maturing, and this is kind of, like, an example of that, but also you're kind of like, uh, uh... Was that really the best way yeah. <laughs> to especially, kind of do that, though? Especially it's, seeing yeah. as she's 19 in the books and Carol, like, says at least a couple of times so far, like, you're a child, which is a yeah. little bit weird. I mean, it's true because 19-year-olds are pretty much children still. They I mean, are, yeah. I feel like I'm still a child and I'm 24, so, <laughs> um, but it, it is a little bit weird and obviously that has no bearing on on her relationship with her daughter or anything like that but it is yeah it doesn't it's a bit um, of a weird point to try to make for, for it is the director <laughs> yeah and like the thing is like it makes sense for that like in the book because like they aged up the characters a bit in the movie mm-hmm. uh like i think in the books carol's more like in her late 20s or early 30s whereas in uh the movie she's obviously a bit older than that um, and then, of course, uh, clearly Therese is a little bit older in the movie as well. Yeah. Which works. Um, but, yeah, there was just, I don't know, it just, it didn't sit well with me. That would be, like, the one criticism I have of this movie, to be honest. I feel like everything else was done, like, pretty much perfectly, except for that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> it is a little bit, it's a little bit off-putting, but. Yeah. Um, I don't really have that many notes because I was mostly just watching it um yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you get you get kind of caught up in it yeah you know and like the score is just so incredible the way they used uh, period music in the movie was really good i Um, actually was thinking when the score first started i was thinking it sounded a lot like ludovico inati 
Um, it wasn't. It was. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I I looked at his name and I forgot it. now. I'm going to look it up though because music yeah, is really important to me. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know who did the score for this movie either. So. I will check. <laughs> While you're checking, I want to talk about the scene where Therese sees uh, the lesbians in the record store. Okay, so I it's thought music by Carter Burwell. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't either. I don't, I don't know a lot about composers. I don't. I, I had not heard his name before, and I was like, I'll remember it because I haven't heard it before, and that's not what happens that's not to what me. Happened, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the record store. Yeah, like uh, when she sees like the two like obvious lesbians in the record store, mm-hmm. and then how that kind of like leads into her uh, conversation with Richard. Yeah. And how it just like, um, like it, it's kind of like a familiar feeling in the sense that, like, um, you, like, you know that you're queer, and, like, just because, ugh, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, um, like, you feel like you don't fit that particular mold, and it's not a mold you want to fit, and you've been taught to kind of just kind of, like, reject that mold, like, butch lesbians, or obviously, like, really, like, obviously masculine lesbians and that sort of thing, and I thought that, again, this movie is really good at portraying things with just a look. It's very good at not, like, just explaining things to you. It just shows you it and expects you to get it, and you do. Yeah. Uh, like, the look they exchange when the guy sits down to try to sell them things. Yeah, like, you know, (laughs) you're like, (laughs) like, you know what's going on. Yeah. And that's a testament both to the director and uh, the actors in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, what do you think about Richard? What's your opinion on Richard? Um, he's kind of, like, a bumbling (laughs) (laughs) dum-dum. That's my professional opinion. (laughs) I mean, I didn't hate him, I guess. Yeah, but there's nothing to hate. There's nothing particularly like either. No, and uh, I think that I hated him the most, though, at the very end when she goes to the party and he just gives her that, like, horrible look as he's oh, dancing yeah. with the other girl. Like, look at me dancing with a girl that doesn't like other girls yeah. like and she's just like that's nice for you <laughs> yeah, she's like whatever whatever goes and flirts with carrie brownstein <laughs> yeah um i saw her name at the beginning and i'm like oh that's yeah. that's the only part she was in wow okay yeah she didn't she wasn't really in it for much of it um uh I, I just keep wanting to make comparisons to the book, but I'm not going to do that. Um. <laughs> I did like that we spent less time with Richard in the movie than it looks like we are going to in the book, because... Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Richard is in the book uh, not significantly more than the movie, but more than the movie, for sure. Yeah. And, like, in the book, it's, like, made clear that, like, they have had sex a couple times, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Therese didn't like it, but in the movie, they definitely went for they never have gone all the way yeah. at all, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit interesting, too, because, I I mean, I, I think I... Okay, there's, like, pros and cons to it. I think I like yeah. in the book that they mention, like, okay, she's tried it, and she, like, didn't like it, and she, like, very assertively tells him no when he's like let me come upstairs and she's like no i don't want to even try that again get the fuck out of here but then i also like in the movie that she's like 
well, that's not even something that I care to yeah to like i don't entertain. even want to consider it you know yeah. like you just the thought is just kind of like no yeah and and also like the contrast between like um her being like i'm not ready to go to europe i'm not ready to get married and then carol's like hey want to go on a road trip like right now and she's like yeah yeah <laughs> let's do it it's like i'm packing my bag girl i'm getting on the road <laughs> The thirst is real. Yeah. <laughs> like, when she's sniffing the clothes. It, it, the Ooh, thirst yeah. is even worse in the book. She's so thirsty. It's so funny. <laughs> and it's like, I've been there, but also, like, seeing somebody else do it is like holding up a mirror to yourself yeah. it, under, like, fluorescent lighting with all of yeah. your horrible flaws showing, and you're like, oh, God, is that really what I seemed like when I was like that, you know? Yeah, like, I remember when I was uh, 14, I had a crush on this guy, and um, we were in a play together, I can't believe I'm saying this in the podcast, but whatever, it was like, <laughs> it was like over a decade ago, but it's so embarrassing, um, like, we were in a play together, and he accidentally, like, left his clothes behind, but it was, like, th- right before Thanksgiving break, so I'm like, oh, I'll just give it back to you when we come back, and he was like, okay, and then, like, just purely out of curiosity, I, like, to see if it would fit, I tried on his clothes, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they fit me really well, actually, and so I kind of, like, wore them around for a day, and I kept, like, sniffing the clothes. <laughs> the, deter- the detergent smelled really good, but yeah. then, like, uh, when the week- the break was over, I was like, oh my god, my hair is all over this. Oh no. I need to, I need to like, pluck all these hairs <laughs> Cover the my clothes. tracks. <laughs> oh my god. No one can know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been there. I can't say that it has been anyone that wouldn't have known that I would be, like, smelling that. <laughs> Although I think, you know, I'm, I'm sure I've definitely had those moments where I've, like, smelled other things and been like, oh, that reminds me of my yeah. crush. Oh. Yeah. We all do that. Like, I, I had, like, a... My friend gave me this, like, one, like, face wash just because she didn't want it anymore, and I, like, tried it, and it weirdly smelled like my ex, and I was like, I can't use oh, this. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what wash he was using, but it smells exactly like him, so I can't use it ever again. Yeah, whatever, like, weird. musk or... or- essential oil or something that they put in there i've had that happen too like with um uh lovers of the past (laughs) (laughs) all your your lovers yeah the the very (laughs) the laundry list of them um you like smell something and it doesn't even have to be like a cologne or anything but it reminds you of it and you're just like yeah the smell is the most powerful trigger of memory and sometimes it's horrible it just like you kind of like the camera just zooms in and then it's yeah. like oh shit and then it's like the from Wayne's we're like it's like no I don't want to be here no uh yeah um god my brain is just so scattered today I've been very stressed out yeah and it's it's hard to to do the focus. laps and to yeah. focus on everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I was very unfocused today, and then I had some coffee, and I was like, all right, I'm ready see, to do this now. I, have, I just had a pumpkin spice latte, and that was my second cup of coffee for the day, and it still I, it hasn't th- done anything that, Those things have barely any caffeine in them, though, don't they? Well, this one's a latte, so it should have espresso. But I actually don't know. I feel like I feel like whenever I drink drinks like that, like it doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. But I usually yeah. get an extra shot. But oh. I didn't today because I didn't want to be even jumpier. <laughs> um, and I do remember what I was going to say now. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I do. It's here. It's on the tip of my tongue. 
I it's probably not even that important. Oh, um, so my theory, because like I've noticed this about like most boys that that I've come across, they always have like the best smelling detergent, and I feel like whatever detergent I have bought and my mom has bought has never smelled as good as a boy's detergent smells like. And part of that is because of that sensory adaptation thing where you don't really like know what you smell like or what your house smells like. But I think part of it is because that moms with sons are on that like extra next levelness where they're like, oh shit, these fuckers are disgusting. They're like (laughs) getting like jizzing in socks and getting grass stains all over their shirts we gotta find some kick-ass fucking detergent we, we gotta got, we gotta cover this up as much cover as that shit up the sensitive skin i don't give a shit we're gonna like <laughs> suds the fuck out of your clothing because you're a nasty nasty boy <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sure there is a lot of truth to that yeah but then they smell I'm really sh- nice so it's okay yeah i remember for a while too like because like uh one of the people i liked used this soap i forget who it was but like i was like i gotta buy this soap like i legit want to smell like this yeah and so I, it was like irish springs or something yeah I think. yeah but then it's like never as good when you actually use it because then you can't really smell it on yourself no, the thing is, like, I would use it in the shower, and I'd be like, oh, man, and then I would actually smell it on myself during, like, a little while after. Of course, it goes away, yeah. but... Maybe my was, nose like, is nice. broken. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> so, back to the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it relates. Oh, I bet that Richard smells nasty. I bet he smells I bet, like a I nasty bet, boy. No, I feel like Richard smells like Axe body spray. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, if he was, like, living today, he would use Axe body spray for sure. And Harge probably smells like He smells really like shitty old whiskey. man. Yeah, like, he smells like old man. That's oh, what yeah, that, like, smells like, that, like, old spice and moth yeah, balls. Like, yeah, like, that musk, that really musky thing. Yeah. Like, uh, my grandpa, I feel like. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? Yeah, everything else like <laughs> everything else is just like random things I noticed during the movie. Like the one thing, a doll that wets itself. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you hear that. It's like it cries. Also, it, it pees its own pants. It's like why would you want? They still. Have I never those understood doll. I, I know. I like they had a doll like that when I was a kid too. It's like I don't understand it. It's like, like your kid is a kid. Why are you like training it to take care of a baby? Yeah, I've never understood. It's that so either. weird. <laughs> I was talking to um, my dad last night about this. I was like, you know, I remember having a baby doll, and it's still like I still have that baby doll in my old kid things, but it was like, I don't ever remember babying it. And I, like, I think maybe once or twice I, like, pretended to feed it or something, like, something that I helped my mom or my grandma make. But my dad was like, yeah, you pretty much, like, set up all your toys and they, like, went to school. Like, (laughs) they've got an education. (laughs) Yeah, I I was never into those, like, kind of, like, nurturing Mm -mm. maternal kind of toys, which explains the woman I am today. Yeah, same. Very much same. I wanted to take care of... I was very into, like, having my Barbies have sex. Yeah! Oh my god, me too! That was my jam. (laughs) Me too! I had, like, a pot that I had, like, set up 
and like I would pretend it was a hot tub and they would all just like go at each other. Oh my it god. Was great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember like when I would have friends over and when we were a little bit older and we'd play with dolls and stuff like that. Like I had like Harry Potter dolls and Barbies yeah. and like I had American Girl dolls. The American Girl dolls did not have any oh. sex. Let me I'm so, I'm, <laughs> so jealous. I'm so jealous you had American Girl dolls. That was I one of the major things i wanted but they were like too expensive they still are it's ridiculous yeah i i like years ago i went to the american girl uh doll store in new york and i was like there's I don't one know in new any, york i don't know any of these bitches that's what, what i was like when i went in there i didn't know there was like, one in new york i thought yeah, it was I just chicago I, I don't know if it's still there but i uh-huh. remember going in it like it was a long time ago and i went in there it was like all these like there were a couple of the classic ones there but most of them i was like i don't know who any of these people are so this is not a nostalgic visit for me yeah but it's still really cool well it's they've cool. retired a lot of the the classic ones and then they have a bunch of new ones which is kind of nice because yeah. they have a couple more that like aren't white but i'm yeah. pretty sure they retired <laughs> abby so that's like shitty yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my favorite was samantha yeah she was good <laughs> The, like the most basic one was my favorite. No, she wasn't basic. She like I mean, helped she was, like, end child girl. labor. Yeah, that's true. Her aunt was kick ass. Yeah, that was a kick ass aunt. She was like a suffragette. Why are we talking about American Girl? Sorry, because American so... Girl is important and formative. Yes. So uh. it, it's kind of relevant because it has to do yeah. with different periods of history. All right. Uh, yeah. That's Dolls kinda, though. That... Oh my god. Do you remember the one that would like eat? And that they had yeah. to recall because it ate everyone's hair. No, no, that's the one, that's the one I was talking about before. Yeah, like, I I, ne- I never got into those. But I like, thought it do you was, remember, I thought it was though. cool for like a minute, and then I was like, whatever. Do, do you remember <laughs> Just, how they like were like, don't let your kids sleep with these because they would they would like suck up little girls' hair and like rip it what? out of their scalps. Yeah. Oh my god. Because really? because they like actually quote unquote ate. And th- it was, like, a really huge problem. It, oh I don't know. God. It was one that came I, out when I was a kid, I think. I don't remember that. I get Yeah, if it came out when you were... If that was when you were a kid, it was probably a little bit after when I would have been playing with those. Yeah. But I do remember those dolls. Yeah, it. I remember my mom being like, you'll never get one of those. And I was like, I didn't even want one anyways. I don't even care. <laughs> um. <sighs> So yeah, she she dishes the um well, I guess it was it was temporary, so she gets to ditch that stupid doll selling job. Yeah. I, I that was like glossed over even more in the movie than it was in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the book goes into her job a bit more like uh the the woman uh who works there and she like visits her and it's like this whole thing where she's like, Oh my god, I don't I don't want this to be my life. Yeah. Like, it's like but the movie doesn't really go into that. I really liked because that's pretty much the opening scene where she's talking about the the way that she describes like the cafeteria and her coworkers and stuff like that. Yeah. I can relate so much just to that feeling apparently steal meat out of your locker (laughs) yeah also i was like why did she just have raw meat sitting out in? it was a different time i think because like uh i think back then uh it wasn't really like as much of a thing to like like it was like steak like it wasn't uh chicken yeah i think i think it's not it doesn't spoil the same way that chicken does so i think back then like they weren't as much as like oh my god refrigerate and freeze everything because it wasn't as common back then to have those things so yeah i would still be sketched out but yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, i think it it was it was a different time Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I think, yeah, but I think beef doesn't spoil as quickly as chicken does, so. No, and you can eat it raw, unlike, you know, the people that are on Twitter right now being like, oh, eat chicken sashimi. I like my chicken medium rare. It's like, you're fucking stupid. Um, Natural selection is coming for you. That is if they actually mean it and they aren't just being like. Just like joking around. Or joking around or trying to like trick people into eating raw chicken. I really, I really hope they are trying to be dicks because if someone actually thinks that that's okay i just i don't even know what to say yeah it's like guys <laughs> just don't if it's pink in the middle don't eat it don't do it no <laughs> it's just common sense no I, that's how you get salmonella you can have pink in the middle hamburgers you can't do it with chicken just yeah. a psa for anyone who was listening to this podcast and did not know this information even even <laughs> hamburgers when they ask you how you want your hamburger cooked technically all hamburgers are supposed to be cooked well done because it's not the same ground beef is not the same as like just a cut of beef yeah. but i mean that's i guess up i mean to I've, the discretion. I, 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 I eat my burgers medium rare and i've never gotten sick so. yeah i used to always get the medium when i would eat meat and i would i definitely liked it better medium rare i think yeah it was more flavor the thing is like if your your chicken's pink in the middle there's no it's not more flavor no it's just it's just like <laughs> it's just not cooked. that's all it is yeah <laughs> it's not adding anything to it it's no, dumb it's not you're just lazy and don't want to finish cooking it which i can relate to but <laughs> yeah but i mean not to the point of you know puking my guts out for 48 yeah, hours afterwards yeah that's not not worth it yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, like back to Richard too, and like a uh, Carol. I'm just looking at my notes again. When Carol picks him, up, uh, picks up uh, Therese, and like she salutes him. And I'm yeah. just, like, Carol's like on my way to steal your girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mrs. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was such a like sassy little moment there. Like it that. is, yeah. I, yeah, Kate Blanchett brought a lot of like a personality to the character. Yes, she's just like such a. She's such a, like, tall, imposing, and, like, powerful-seeming woman, yes, you know? Yes, And, again, perfect casting. <laughs> but, like, she also, like, brings, like, a warmth to the character, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of, like... Because, like, uh, there were times during the book where I was just, like, I kind of, like... I mean, I, I love the relationship, but I just kind of, like, didn't get... Like, you, like my whole thing is, like, I like to see couples in fiction just like having fun together yes and that comes across a lot better in the movie than it does in the book yeah i can see how that would be true because it was a lot of therese's introspection and her being yeah. like oh no why did she act like this why did she do this why do i yeah. feel this way and which i mean that's good to have that but it's also a lot of um <laughs> i hope you do. yeah i was like what the- what was that <laughs> Chris, Chris blowing his nose in the shower. <laughs> Sounds like a little baby elephant. <laughs> um, a- anyways, uh, it's good to have the introspection, but it's also good to see that, like, they're having fun yeah. without her, like, constantly like, doubting herself. Because yeah, the whole thing is, like, why would you want to be someone if you don't have, like, fun with the other person? Is yeah. the whole thing. And I feel like a lot of the times, not with this... But, like, uh, with other, like, romance novels, like, the author is just like, oh, these two characters are going to end up together, and it's just kind of, like, treated as inevitable, and it doesn't really show why they should be together, or, like, why they're drawn to each other, or why they're compatible in any sort of way, or if they even have any fun together. It's all just, like, very serious, and, like, we're in love. 
Yeah, because. it's like always <laughs> just because tragic you know? and faded and intense and all consuming and blah yeah. blah blah. Like it's not this it's like, you know. It's mutual like you're, you're telling me, you're not showing me, which I mm-hmm. feel like is a, such a big storytelling mistake that like so many people make, and like I've seen it in like many films and like so many books and stories and it just makes me mad because it's like you fucking got published and you don't even know like the basic tenets of like making your story believable you know it's just oh yeah there's been i've read a lot of stinkers this year because i've been trying to do a goodreads challenge and i've read a lot of stinkers and (laughs) um there was one very recently that I read that I'm not going to remember the name of because I can't focus for shit today but it was like all telling and no showing and I was just like I got so tired of it I'm like can this just be over yeah and and that's what this movie pulls off it shows us and doesn't tell us anything yeah and especially because for a queer movie it makes a lot of sense because of like especially during the time period like when you were queer you had to like read the subtext of Mm -hmm. everything everyone was doing and you, you couldn't just say stuff out loud. You couldn't just, like, explain things that way. You had to look for tells. You had to, like, look for if someone was wearing a certain thing. You had, you had to, like, be under the surface for everything. And that movie, this movie, like, really, you know, expressed that aspect of it really well, I felt like. And also, it's just good storytelling, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I think that it might still be a little bit that way, too. It is, because it's just, like, um, a learned behavior for the community, Yeah, I feel like. And also because there are actually areas of the world and even just this country where it is dangerous yeah, to just kind of, like, true. express yourself that way. I did just see something that, um, it didn't happen yesterday. I saw it yesterday, though, that India actually legalized or at least decriminalized um, being gay, I think. In... In India. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, in India, yeah, yeah, that was, which I is, saw that too, which is great. It's been like a, it was like a capital offense type thing, I Yeah. Think. I mean, I might be talking out of my ass, but it was very bad if you were in India, and now it's less bad, I guess. So, yeah. that's nice. I'm not sure, I'm not sure that it was like, it, it was legal there, I think it was just kind of like, I don't know, I don't, I, I'm not gonna pretend to know, so let's just not talk about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not for sure either. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I've kind of said everything I've had to say about it, other than just anyone listening to this who hasn't seen this movie, go see this movie. You don't have, you don't have to be queer to enjoy this movie by any means. Yeah. And I feel like it's also great in the sense that, like, we've come so far in terms of like uh the artistry of queer cinema that's become mainstream because like when Brokeback Mountain came out like you watch that like I remember there being so many jokes about Brokeback Mountain and then I watched the movie and I didn't get why people were joking about it because it just seemed like so sad and serious yeah and like no one really makes jokes about this movie for instance, I also feel, I mean, there's a bit of a difference in the sense that, like, Broke by Mal was about, like, oh, it's gay cowboys, it's two guys, and, like, people tend to take uh, stuff about queer women more on its face rather than make jokes about it. But yeah. that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other. Yeah. Well, we, don't I think got that t- is, we don't got time for that today. <laughs> it has a lot to do with that whole toxic masculinity thing, I think, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely 
Uh, yeah, that's definitely something. We're already, like, at almost an hour. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so let's not get into that. I'm that's sure like we'll get other... into it in a different um, movie, just because, obviously, that runs rampant and everything all the yeah, time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Um, No, I enjoyed hearing you talk more about it, because oh. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to, like, get all of your thoughts on it since... I hadn't seen it yet, so I couldn't really. I didn't. Yeah, we couldn't really spoilers, talk about it. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it, and I like that there was like a happy, hopeful ending to it. Yes. And yeah. I hope that there's more movies and literature that do that in the future, and yeah. that we don't go backward from this instead of forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just yeah, it just it the tragic ending for the gay characters has gotten so old. And it's irresponsible. It is. It's there's. It's irresponsible. It's boring. Yeah. It's it's like really again, really like you couldn't come up with anything else really. Yeah. Which is why I want to watch Black Sails because I, I held off on watching that show because like I knew there were a lot of queer characters in it, but like I was like, yeah. oh man, I don't want to like deal with like those characters getting killed off yeah. and like all this other stuff. But everything ended well for them apparently, so I'm like, all right, I really? need to watch this. Yeah, I did. Apparently, it did. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know that there was any any storyline like that at all. That it, it happened. There's queer storyline right in the first episode. Oh, that's amazing. I, I've seen the first two, um, and then like a one of the like a bunch of the other uh pirates wind up being queer as well and like um so yeah i i, I need to watch it <laughs> that's awesome yeah all right uh, sorry <laughs> no sorry continue <laughs> uh, just the only thing that i know about that show is that somebody in college told me that i looked like an actress from it and i was like okay i think you. i know which one they're talking about <laughs> just based on the gifts i've seen yeah it's just every like red-haired person Every, you look like every red-headed person in the world. Yeah. People told me that I looked like Emma Stone, and I'm like, I definitely no, you don't, look you nothing don't look like, like her. You don't look like Emma Stone. No. Uh, I get, I get like, anyone... I get any brunette actress with bangs. Is yeah. People say I People are like, like, oh, Zoe Deschanel, or, like... Yeah, uh, that, that, I get that one a lot. Whoever uh, the girl that looks like her is. <laughs> yeah. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, now that I have the red hair, though, I don't, I don't get that. But <laughs> yeah, which um, looks amazing on you. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this, and I think that I, there's not a lot of like pop culture references to this that I know of yet. No, I have seen a couple of vines. Uh, Demi Adjuwebe yeah. did some vines for like the Oscars and stuff, and they kind of riffed which, on this. Which this movie got totally fucking snubbed at, by the way. I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. It got so snubbed. What was at the Oscars? What categories was it up? Were it was it? <laughs> barely up for any categories. It was barely up for any. I think it was just like I think Kate Blanchett was nominated for best actress and she didn't win, and I think it was nominated for like best adapted screenplay. I think and it didn't win. I think that was it. I think that was um, all it was nominated for, which is absolute bullshit. I can tell you, it says six Academy Award. Academy. <laughs> Academy. <laughs> um, best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Cinematography, yeah. and Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. yeah, it didn't win anything. That's only... That's that's not even six. They didn't even list all yeah, of Yeah, there might have been like more technical awards maybe it was yeah. nominated for. Um, which I'm not saying it doesn't deserve because it does, but um, the costumes in this movie... Like, the fact that it wasn't... like best, It should have... I get, I get so mad. Alright, I totally forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot about how badly it got snubbed. Ugh. 
Yeah, so that's stupid. really frustrating, especially because um, the Oscars are just a shit show no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it just, I mean, it's like, of course, like, it doesn't actually matter. Like, it has no bearing on whether a movie is actually good or not. Like, one of my favorite movies uh, that was made, like, recently was, like, Moon. And, of course, it wasn't nominated for anything because I, I don't think they oh, did, like, a campaign for it. I've seen that movie. Yeah. With Sam Rockwell, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw I like, that movie because Kaya Scudelario was in <laughs> yeah, Sam Rockwell is a treasure. Um, yes, he is. That, it was a good movie. It was very sad. Yeah. And, like, when that movie came out, I was, like, fucking obsessed. And I was like, why did this win all these awards and blah, blah, blah. And just for this score alone, I, I have the soundtrack for that movie in my iPod. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> anyway, though, um... So, yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> At least uh, Mad Max won a bunch, though. That was uh, the same Yeah, year. that was... I thought... Yeah. Di- I, this is bad. I still haven't seen <laughs> Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to watch that. We for... have to do that one for when we do a switcheroo episode. Yeah. Because I need to see it. I can't... I don't know how I still haven't seen it. I've only seen it once, so that'll be good because I need to, to watch it again. Yeah. Alright, so uh, should we sign off now, do you think? Yeah, I think that we covered as much as we can in our allotted amount of time. <laughs> I yeah, w- yeah. Honestly, I could talk about this and, like... There's a lot to this. Small, yeah. small parts of it, you know, like, pick apart what everything means. We yeah. talk about that all day, but uh, maybe a different day when I am able to focus my brain a yeah, little bit Yeah, we could do, better. like, a Carol Revisited. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> or connect it to to later down Carol the line. Carol 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> 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 Carol 2, Therese, because apparently that's the way that you pronounce it. I thought that it was Therese. Yeah, I, I thought that too when I read it. I was like, oh, it's Therese. And then like the movie was pronouncing it Therese. And I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Which is that's, like... Always the, that's always the problem when like... When I was a kid, like, I would, like, read all the time, and mm-hmm. I thought words were pronounced one way, and they were not pronounced that way. They even pulled, um, or J.K. Rowling, I guess, would have pulled the Patricia Highsmith, but they even pulled one of those where they, like, have the character say how to pronounce their name in the book, and I still was reading it to Reese. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make sense. Strange <laughs> is like, nope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that we're good for now. Um, we... I think talked about doing Ocean's Eleven for the next episode, yes, right? Yes, that, that's a fun movie. <laughs> and that'll have to be um, in a couple weeks, probably. Hopefully yeah. I don't die I mean, because of the hurricane or the yeah, wildfires. Please, please do not do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. There, There's wildfires where I'm going, too. So I'm yeah. like, can I just bring the rain well, and put the rain where I'm yeah, going? Yeah, just swap them. Just swap them out. <laughs> like Seattle and Portland Yeah, I, I, there's it. no fires in Seattle. It's just there's a bunch of fucking ash everywhere. Yeah. Is it, what I'm gathering, and it looks like hell. It's all <laughs> it's in what the my friend who lives there is, like, saying on Facebook. Yeah. I'm supposedly supposed to clear up by the end of this week, so I'm crossing yeah. my fingers for myself and for everyone that lives there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I hope everyone you know also doesn't get, like, killed yeah that would be uh that'd be great if that didn't happen (laughs) i just hope everything is okay yeah and nothing bad ever happens ever again (laughs) i'm really hoping that it it, um slows down not slows down but degrades a little bit um yeah yeah category wise before it 
gets here and i'm just really hoping that it doesn't just beat the hell out of south florida which it kind of looks like it's going to and yeah it's... which is very very unfortunate i have another uh, former co-worker who lives in that area now too and she's she's lived in new jersey most of her life i think and she's like freaking out oh no yeah she needs she's... to she needs to evacuate <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> everyone down there needs to either evacuate or get to shelters and of course no one yeah. listening to this is going to hear this because we're going to post this way after it's already happened yeah, yeah it's, it's it's already happened so, at this point. anybody that can hear this in the future if i'm alive to post it um, we'll know exactly what has well, happened already yeah, it, and they'll be like yeah, the oh thing no is it, the thing is if you die this never goes anywhere because i don't have your audio files yeah so. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can send them to me if you want and i can do it post- this, yeah. this is taking such a dark turn let's not let's not let's oh, yeah, not entertain no. that notion it's, okay it's only You're because gonna be fine. <laughs> uh in the light of tragedy all i have is my sense of humor so yeah it's yeah i i got i got very upset just now saying that yeah so yeah um I'm going to try not to think about it for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. You can even still send me the audio files anyway, just in case. Not, <laughs> not in case of that, not in case of that, but, like, just in case something, like, your your computer explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah It'd be I, good for both of us to have everything. That would be good. Uh, um, so, yeah, this has been Why Haven't You Watched That? And on this very uplifting note, we're going to sign off. <laughs> Bye. See you later. Bye.